Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome everyone to Beyond Surviving, the safe space for survivors of childhood sexual abuse to receive support, resources, and share their stories. Beyond Surviving is about freedom, healing, connection, and even laughter and fun. Most importantly, it's about letting go of the pain of abuse and finally moving on. I'm Rachel Grant, and for those of you who don't yet know me, I've been a sexual abuse recovery coach since 2007 and I'm the author of Beyond Surviving, the final stage of recovery from sexual abuse. You can learn more about me and the Beyond Surviving program at rachelgrantcoaching.com. Now, today we are continuing our journey with Beyond Surviving graduates, and I have here with me today Lori Ann Brown, and she is going to be sharing with us how she learned to love her whole self. Lorianne graduated from Beyond Surviving in 2014. Can you believe it all? It's been seven years. And that is one of the things that I am so very proud of when it comes to the work that I do. I've set out to, you know, really create something that has long-term lasting effects. And Lori is going to be able to share a little bit about that, how she's continued to thrive and heal since graduating. She went from hating herself to celebrating all that she is. And so, so beautifully, I'm so excited to talk about this aspect with Lorianne as well, the ways in which she's broken the generational trauma cycle so that she today has happy girls who love themselves too. Lorianne, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. It's so great to see you. Oh my gosh. Hi, Rachel. It's great to see you too. I'm glad I could be here. <laughs> yeah, right on. 
So yeah, I mean, both of us, you know, when we were chatting a little bit before we started our, our podcast today, we're like, seven years? What? Wow, how in the world? Time so flies. But yet, I remember it like yesterday, you know, stepping into our work together and getting to know each other. I have some favorite little moments like your unicorn hair moment. <laughs> Do you remember that? as we talk today and think about this world of like coming into your whole self and self-love I'd love for you to share that story but let's back up a few steps maybe just take a moment to introduce yourself and tell everybody listening a little bit more what do you want them to know about you okay hi I'm Lori I am a wife I've been married for almost 10 years I'm a mom to two little girls they are five and seven and I am a badass warrior. I hope that's okay to say <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's okay to say. Absolutely. Yeah, I and I have created this life that I absolutely love every minute. And I did not ever think that it would be possible. But it is. And I love getting up in the morning and being with my kids. And when I connected with Rachel, I was actually having a really hard time being a mom and feeling like I would never be the mom that my daughter, I only had one daughter at the time that my daughter would need. And it has completely been a 180. And I'm so grateful for you mm-hmm. and for what you did, what you started. You. <laughs> well, yes, thank you for that. And I received those words of acknowledgement. And I also always say that, man, I am just a guide and it is your hard work and it is your effort and it is your willingness to take the tools and to apply them and use them in your day to day in your life that ultimately really begins to shift things. So uh, yeah, I love the way in which you are showing up uh, as, you know, really owning so much of who you are today. And I know that was such a struggle when we first started our journey together, those insecurities and those deep fears about how was the, how were the experiences that you had going to impact you as a mom, as a parent, and really just that deep commitment to putting an end to that cycle. Can you say just a little bit more when you think back to kind of the the very beginning there, um, you know, what were you really feeling and facing? What were some of the, the biggest fears that you had coming into the program? I want to dive into that just a little bit more. Um, well, What happened was I wasn't connecting with my daughter the way I wanted to. She was about five months old. And I remember just bawling in the Costco parking lot because my mom was emotionally disconnected. And I was so afraid that was going to be me. And I refused. I was like, I am not going to be that mom. I am going to do everything I can to be the best mother that I can. And I literally Googled how to not feel broken. And one of your YouTubes popped up. And I listened to it on the way home and I immediately knew I needed to get in contact with you. And luckily I have such a supportive husband. I wouldn't have been able to do any of this um, without the safety that he provides me to grow. Um, and, and so I was, I was just feeling broken and like I would not be able to parent the way I wanted to. And um 
And so I was afraid. I was afraid it, you know, because I had tried like traditional methods and nothing had seemed to be able to shift it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think because you had experienced it yourself, you had a totally different take on what it took to heal it because you had done it yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that is where I was. I was just. I can so like, I can see it. I can feel it this moment. Like in the, it's so fascinating to me how sometimes these aha, the, I call them the oh shit moments of life when we realize like something's got to change, how it can be in the midst of things that are seemingly very mundane. Like you're just going out about your day and doing your shopping. But then this moment of like, wait, I am not having the experience that I want to have. And yeah, I think, you know, as I go into my 14th year of doing this work and have had the great honor of working with so many parents, men and women who want to show up differently, exactly as you say, like, I know what my experience was as a child with a parent who X, Y, or Z in your case was like disconnected and absent and not emotionally available And just that deep conviction of something has to shift. And I love how divine appointments happen too, like just this Googling moment and the next thing leads to the next thing to the next thing. And then there we are. And and yeah, and so what would you say say has really maybe stayed with you the most? um, Or it doesn't even have to be the most, but what has stayed with you from our time together? One of the big things was reframing the stories that we tell ourselves. That has been huge. That's actually something that I still use on a regular basis. And it's not just about the abuse. It's about a conversation that I may have had with someone. Am I, you know, am I actually projecting my stuff into the conversation or is that truly what they meant? And, um, and even with my daughters, sometimes we will do, we will actually do that. Okay. So they said this and you felt this, but was that, were they trying to make you feel this? And so that one has been one that I, I still use constantly. Nice. Yes. That for me has been, I mean, such a huge part in my own healing process too, being able to separate like what's happening in an experience from my stories and my interpretations and my reactions to that, that so often can come from that historical place of trauma. So being able to pause, being able to take a step back from that in order to decrease things like reactivity um, and upset and living through the place of assumption rather than clarity. And oh my gosh, it makes me so happy when I hear my parents say, oh, and I taught my kid that tool. We're using that. Oh, how old are your girls now? They are five and seven. Oh my gosh, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So from five months old, now she's seven and five. And then there's another one. There's another one too. And that's what, yeah. I mean, that's super, super exciting when you get to start sharing what you've learned and being a model in a way that you maybe thought you never could be. But here you are. Absolutely. I know a big part of our work together. and pretty, this isn't just singular to you. I mean, I've had to do this work. I think pretty much everybody who comes through Beyond Surviving is doing this work of going from a place of feeling broken, feeling not good enough, feeling maybe worthless. What words would you maybe add in there? What would you add to that? Unforgivable. Unforgivable. Yeah, thank you. 
to a place of whole and worthy and self-love. So I want to I want to dig into that a little bit and I want to explore this with you. So, you know, this idea of loving your whole self. You know, maybe you can talk with us a little bit about what that journey really looked like for you, what you did, what it felt like, what you experienced. Yeah. Well, it's been a long journey. It it didn't come quick and it started with just realizing that nothing was my fault, that I didn't do something wrong. It didn't happen because God was punishing me or because I wasn't worth loving or protecting. And, um, and I've really had to reparent myself and take all of the little children inside of me and bring them in and love them and and feel the feelings that they had the fear the anger the frustration that nobody would listen to them because nobody listened to me and sitting with those uncomfortable feelings until I was like it's okay like it's okay for me to get mad because when I get mad I don't hit people you know, and realizing that one, feelings and emotions are just feelings and emotions, and then bringing that back to that compassion when I do mess up and being like, it's okay because I'm human, and I'm learning, and I'm growing, yeah. and I I remember telling you that I would not eat strawberries because I would let them go bad in the fridge because I was not going to take that away from my daughter because I didn't deserve to have the strawberries. Well, I eat strawberries whenever I want to now because <laughs> I deserve the strawberries, you know, and I have a husband who I take baths twice a week. And like, if I want rose petals in my bath, I can go buy roses and throw them in my bathtub and it's okay. You know, I used to have all of this makeup. I used to buy things that I wouldn't let myself use to punish myself. And I don't do that anymore. Like, I can wear my makeup. I can wear my nice jewelry on a day that isn't, like, a fancy day. Yeah. And, um, but I think it's about being able, I can look in the mirror and look in my own eyes and know I love who I am and know that I deserve everything in the world. Mm-hmm. That I, and that I created this happiness. You know, and I have worked hard to get here and my daughters deserve it and you deserve it and everyone deserves it. And I think that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. More than amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's powerful. It's inspiring. It's hopeful. One of the things that I want to dig into a little bit more here is this piece around reparenting. We hear this phrase, we hear this term often. Maybe will you share with us just what did that really look like in practice? Like, can you remember anything that you really said or did that actually that felt like that? Like I am reparenting myself in this moment. I am learning to love and nurture myself and give myself the love and nurturing I need that I didn't receive. Um, absolutely. Sometimes it would be like taking a picture of my younger self who I knew had been hurt and looking at it and going, okay, what do I need to do to take care of you? 
Other times it would be laying in the bed, visualizing and, and literally visualizing myself, wrapping my arms around my, my little Lori and just being, okay, I will love you. I will keep you safe. I won't forget you anymore. Um, because I know for me, I didn't even want to see it. I didn't even want to think about it because there were just so many things like the entirety of my childhood was fear. And so I didn't have very many of those happy moments that other kids, that other people have that they can hold on to. And so, um, and so I was, I had to be, I will protect you now. I, you can count on me. I will be here. I won't forget you anymore. And so um, that's how I've done it. And sometimes, especially in the beginning, I would just like check in with myself in the middle of the day and go, okay, <laughs> am I ignoring you? What do I need to do? You know, and sometimes, and like, I would play with my kids and I will paint and I will roller skate and do just random little things and um I think the big thing is not to judge yourself when you're doing it just do it mm-hmm. you know it's so easy to go like I am 45 years old I am not supposed to be playing with a doll well you know oh, what no. my seven and she wants to play with a doll and as a seven-year-old I never had anyone to play with and so it's actually been really it's it's been hard because it brings it it's triggering but at the same time it has been so healing to be able to sit down and play with my little girls mm-hmm. like a little girl plays there's so much there's so much I'm like where do I begin because I love all of that and oh my gosh just that final piece about play y'all listening please play play find places and spaces in your life where you can let loose where you can deepen into your imagination that's really one of my intentions for this year actually is imagination Um, I've had a lot of practice over the years being an elementary teacher and being a nanny (laughs) so there was lots and lots of play and um, I don't have it as much in my life right now because I'm not in that context so I have to be a little more mindful about it but play actually studies have shown that when we play the brain increases the synapses and so the rewiring of the brain the healing of the brain increases it happens on a just a a rapid more rapid pace so that doesn't surprise me (laughs) right exactly I mean this is why kids right are constantly learning and growing and you know all of that because they're incorporating so much they're bringing their whole body into the experience and their imagination and um and so, yeah, finding finding that time to play. The other thing that really resonates with me that I that I'd love to talk a little bit more about is this idea of what I wrote down as you were speaking was compassion slash rejecting perfectionism. There is something you said in the in the midst of what you're sharing that really landed like that for me. That part of loving your whole self is compassion and like refusing to be um, under the thumb of this perfectionism thing. Can, can you say a little bit more about what that really looked like for you? Um, yeah, well, I felt like I had to fit in a box. Not only do we have all the standards that society puts on us, you know, not just as people, but as women and of mothers And I had this idea of the perfect mom in my head that if I wasn't that, I was a failure. Mm -hmm. And 
And then, you know, as a trauma survivor, the shame and everything that goes with that. And one, there is no perfect. And you have to be able to love yourself. And, and it's hard to get that out, you know, but um, you sent in the video of the woman who was like talking, it's not my fault. It's mm -hmm. not my fault. And I literally did that in front of the mirror, like every morning, it was not my fault. I have nothing to be ashamed of mm -hmm. because I don't. Yeah. And, um, and it took time, but I don't give a crap what society thinks of me now. Hell yeah. <laughs> there is no perfect anything. Perfect is a myth to keep you small because yeah. it doesn't exist. You're perfect is where you are right now. You can make every moment of your life what it is meant to be for you. And it doesn't have to look right to anybody else because they're not living your life. Yeah. And I don't fit society's definition of a perfect anything. And I'm actually pretty dang proud of that. I don't fit the religion I grew up in's definition of perfect. Mm -hmm. and, but I'm good and my kids are happy and I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I am happy with myself. And I think that it is with accepting all of you. You know, I have accepted my hurt little children within me. I have accepted, you know, that I'm just going to be who I am and I can look weird and I can let my kids look weird in the store. <laughs> my five-year-old like, is always wearing a costume somewhere. And my seven-year-old has this thing about sleeping masks. I don't know why, but she wears one all the time. And I'm like, that's okay because cool. they're who they are. And I am not going to tell them that who they are is wrong. Yeah. And so if I am going to have that level of love and compassion for my daughters, I have to have it for myself or they will learn that it's okay to do that for your children, but it's not okay for mommy to do that. Right. And oh, uh, so and powerful. It, That's so, so important. What you just said there. Yeah, that we ultimately are the models. We have to be able to do it for ourselves. They will say, they will pay so much more attention. They pick up the energy. They pick up the vibe. They know and they see. So no matter what you tell them, if you're not living it, it doesn't really translate. And I think that's one of the reasons why the parents who come and work with me, right, they're so excited about that because they really understand like, hey, I want to show up differently for myself, right? This is for me, but I know that that's going to ultimately have a huge impact. I love this idea of making sure we're very careful about whose yardstick we're using to measure ourselves and our lives. <laughs> and you certainly know a little bit about allowing your, I'm going to call it your freak flag, fly. <laughs> um, and after we come back from the break, I'd love for you to tell us a little more about that. And we'll also talk a little bit more about where, what you're up to these days. So we'll take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Are you fed up with feeling like a doormat? Are you so busy rescuing everybody else that you can't take care of yourself? One of the greatest impacts of abuse is we develop an inability to speak up for ourselves, ask for what we need, or honestly communicate what we think or feel. We feel compelled to conceal, to hide our feelings, thoughts, and ultimately, ourselves. 
So how in the world are we going to be able to set boundaries? Boy, have I been there. And I cannot wait to share with you what helped me put an end to running away from communicating so I could finally set boundaries in my life that were needed in order to feel safe, free up my time and energy, and finally break free of taking care of everyone else but me. By downloading my masterclass, How to Set Boundaries and Communicate with Ease, you are going to learn some kick-ass strategies that will empower you to speak up. You're going to explore in a safe, step-by-step way the impact that not setting boundaries has had on your life and relationships, and you're going to learn some easy, practical strategies to put an end to taking care of everyone else. Go to rachelgrantcoaching.com slash communications dash class today. Now back to our show. Welcome back, everyone. So, Lori, Lorianne, one of my favorite things that happened in the course of our journey to, together was I got an email from you with this photo of your, and your hair was all kinds of colors, and you called it your unicorn hair. Can you tell us a little bit about that moment in your healing journey and what that really meant to you to step out in that way and to make that transformation for yourself? Yeah, well, I I grew up in a very, my mother was um, a very strict religious person and she was the one I was always trying to please. And so I really tried to fit in that religion box and I just don't <laughs> like I'm just, I just don't fit in boxes. <laughs> and I had always wanted to have colorful hair and I just couldn't do it because she would not have approved. And so finally I was talking with my husband and I'm like, I just want to do it. And he's like, well, then go do it. Like what's stopping you? And so I did. And it was, it was like teal and purple and pink and it was beautiful. <laughs> and, and yeah, I rocked it. <laughs> Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, I remember that uh, just as such a moment of celebration of you in many ways. um, When I talk about shedding the layers of trauma, shedding the layers of abuse, letting go of the messages that have shaped and informed us that are no longer serving us. That was absolutely for me watching you do that, like living that out loud. Um, embracing like this is what I want and here's who I am and stepping into that empowered place was just amazing to really see well I'm colorful yes you are yeah that's nice (laughs) I like that I like that oh my gosh and so you're beginning some new adventures uh this year talk with us a little bit about what you're up to what you're going to be creating out in the world what's the What's your vision? What's your passion these days? Okay, so now I have been doing some uh, healing work in person for the last few years, and I have decided to take it online, and uh, I will be doing one-on-one coaching and then starting a course. My kids are old enough that I feel like if I take more time out, they'll be just fine, like, Mm-hmm. And so I've decided it's the right time to start my own path as a healer. Yes. Well, that's also something that I super, <laughs> deeper, deeper, deeper love is as we become stronger, more grounded, more connected, we then get to take our journey, our story, our learnings and pass those along 
to others. So what kind of work are you most looking forward to doing with your clients? Oh, gosh. I want to help women realize that every day is beautiful, that they are beautiful, the life around them is beautiful, and that the world is beautiful. The world has become this crazy place if you turn on a TV or whatever, but it's really not. The average everyday person is amazing, Mm -hmm. and I want, you know, I have been able to uncover so many things about myself that I thought I had lost. Like I say that I felt like I had put them in this box and hid them away because every time I shined, I felt like I got hurt. But I have taken all those things. I have pulled up the tree that I buried them under and broke off that concrete. And I want to help other people do the same because the world needs you to shine. The world needs you to be yourself because when you do that, you let everybody else do that too. And you let them know that who they are is okay and in fact who they are is amazing and so I want to help other people get that too yes because everybody can have what I have created that's amazing yeah I'm so excited for this next chapter in your life exactly the babies are you know a little walking and talking and doing their thing and they can handle quite a bit now and creating more space for yourself to go in and start to make the difference in this way in, in the world is such a a really beautiful, powerful thing. Anything I can do to support you in that effort, you let me know for just being a voice in the world for women to begin to really own and recognize their beauty, their power. And you're absolutely right. You know, the world is inundated with messages that everything is falling apart. And there are some very, very real problems out in this world of ours. Uh, And there's also lots of really, really good news. So uh, being mindful about where we put our attention, what we're focusing on, and making sure that we breathe in as much light as we can every day. It sounds like that's going to be some of the deep work that you're going to be doing with people. Yeah, absolutely. And we do. We have to be a voice for change for the things that are just messed up. But you can't let that consume you. You still have to have balance and be able to be like, yeah, this sucks. And we will do what we can to change it. But this is also beautiful and life is also good beyond that. Mm-hmm. And because it is, mm. you know, it's your life is what you make it. Mm. Yeah. Your life is what you make it. And that's, you know, that's really the heart of so much of what beyond surviving is. It's coming back into the place of choice, right? Like I have a choice about how I live my life. I have a choice about how I respond to the things in my life, going back to the very first thing we were talking about, being able to pause, (laughs) being able to take our time, being able to consider what we're doing so that we can go out and create the things that we really want to create. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not easy. It takes work, but also realizing that it's worth the work because if I can get from where I, I hated who I was, I couldn't hardly look at myself in the mirror. That is how the level of pain I was to where I am now where I don't go past I have a ton of mirrors in my house 
And I don't go past one without going, gosh, my hair looks great today. So pretty, look at <laughs> you. Know? Yeah. yeah. You know, wow, I'm feeling pretty good today. To go from, I mean, they're just two completely different things. Anyone can do it. Anyone can. That's right. That's right. Lorianne, as we start to wrap up today, I wonder if you could take a moment just to, to speak to those who are listening who are maybe in that place where you were and they're wondering like, yeah, that sounds really nice for her, but I don't know if that's for me. I don't know if I could really do it. And maybe they're feeling a little scared or hesitant about, you know, reaching out for support or taking that next step to start, you know, really doing that work of healing what would you like to say to somebody who's in that place in their life right now? <laughs> I'm trying not to cry. You can do it. You can heal. You can feel whole and complete again. But you probably can't do it yourself. Join Rachel's Facebook group. Find someone to support you. I know that it, for me, it took being able to feel safe to finally be able to crack open wounds that I had repressed for 30 years. But you, there is always hope as long as you don't give up on yourself. So don't give up on yourself because the world needs you. Whatever light you bring, the world needs it. So please don't give up. Yeah, I second that all the way home. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lorianne, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for being my guest. The one I see in you is unique, love embodied, bold, audacious, a beautiful unicorn out to change the world. You are such a joy to connect with and to talk with. And I'm so excited about everything that's going to be coming down the, the road for you. Oh, man, thank you so much for being here and for being my guest today. Well, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Please pop over to lauribbrown.com to learn more about Lorianne and the work that she's doing and to access the resources that she's going to be sharing. You can also follow her on Instagram at lorianne.brown75. All of that will be in the show notes, so you can check that out. And for all of those of you listening today, thank you so much for joining us today and being a part of our Beyond Surviving community. If you'd like to make a donation in support of the podcast, please pop over to bit.ly slash Beyond Surviving Podcast Donation. All contributions will be applied towards funding scholarships, the running of donation-based and free programs, and making sure that those reaching out for support get what they need. And don't forget to visit rachelgrantcoaching.com to learn more about sexual abuse recovery coaching and to explore the other resources available on the site. And please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, leave us a comment, and then come back next time because we have so much more to share. And until then, take good care of you. Peace. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 